But I can tell you this about if this douchebag happens to see this particular show, you don't have the fork and balls to call out the people on this planet <laughs> by name and tell them exactly who they are and telling the rest of the world who they are. You don't have the fork and balls. You don't have the balls. Oh. Okay, Scott. Here we go. I think I started some shit. It's the moth. It's about to get lit. Get the place in the best. You know that stage is set. You better buckle up because you ain't seen nothing yet. Here we go. I think I started some shit. It's the moth. It's about to get lit. Get the place in the best. You know that stage is set. You better buckle up. You ain't seen none yet. And they say that I'm a lunatic. Well, listen, bitch, I came equipped with a quick wit and a six sense for the stupid shit. Where my true believer? Y'all need Jesus. Praise the Lord and to the extreme. All these false fucking prophets who profit off of gossip. Worshiping Trump's cock and begging for a throat deposit. Swinging fucking knee hammers like Thor on a thong. He's strapped to the shaft, beating his chest like he's King Kong. Starving for attention, I'ma make your gut burst. I'll be your huckleberry, I can quit that thirst. Baby, eating lizard people, alien sex. What's next? Trump in a dress, fucking Flynn on his desk. A retard in a vest, climbing up 5G towers. Cause you told him if he did, he'd get fucking superpowers. Here we go, I think I started some shit. Piss him off, it's about to get lit. Get the place in the best, you know that stage is set. You better buckle up, cause you ain't seen nothing yet. Here we go, I think I started some shit. Piss him off, it's about to get lit. Get the place in the best, you know that stage is set. You better buckle up, cause you ain't seen nothing yet. I I found myself a tunnel that led to Jason Q's bedroom. Open his closet, I found some of his meat rockets. I strapped it to my shoes and then I blew to the roof. I found myself in orbit strapped to an F-16. High on amphetamine with Trump in between. Put on a light coat of baby oil and saluted the troops. He tapped me on the shoulder and said, this is gonna be it. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 stop. What, what, what? What? I'll get my files. Wait, what are you doing? It's a, stop. Hold on. Fucking it's stop. A... Dude, come on. It's a, it's seriously. This is my mom's an alcoholic. Oh, give me a. Oh my god. Damn it. Here we go. I think I started some shit. Piss them off. It's about to get lit. Get the place in the best. You know that stage is set. You better buckle up because you ain't seen nothing yet. Here we go. I think I started some shit. Piss them off. It's about to get lit. Get the place in the best. You know that stage is set. You better buckle up because you ain't seen nothing yet. You don't have those guts because you're a pussy. You're a pussy wearing aviator glasses in your mother's basement. And I won't even give out your dime store handle because that's really pathetic. But I can tell you this about if this douchebag happens to see this particular show, you don't have the fork and balls to call out the people on this planet by name and tell them exactly who they are and tell them the rest of the world who they are. You don't have the fork and balls. You don't have the balls. Okay, Scott. Here we go, I think I started some shit. Piss them off, it's about to get lit. Get the place in the best, you know that stage is set. You better buckle up, cause you ain't seen nothing yet. Here we go, I think I started some shit. Piss them off, it's about to get lit. Get the place in the best, and they say that I'm a lunatic. Listen, bitch, I came equipped with a quick wit and a sixth sense for the stupid shit. Where my true believer?
that i can't that i can't like uh fade out the music um but basically i didn't share the link anywhere because i wanted to see if podbean uh would send out like notifications and <laughs> it was a horrible failure uh there's <laughs> there's only seven people online so i want to share the link right quick but we'll go ahead and get started welcome to you guys who i guess got notifications because i didn't i didn't post it anywhere I'm assuming that you guys got some type of notifications and showed up. I appreciate it. Um, this is where the morning podcast is going to be. This is the time slot for 8 to 9.30. Uh, I hope it works out, uh, but we'll see. Um, Sage is going to be on sometimes. He was actually on. We were talking before this, um, and he was going to be on today, but he had some work stuff pop up. But either way... Um, I guess, I guess Podbean's notifications aren't great. <laughs> who knows? No, I just had to look to see who was live. Oh shit. It did somewhere. Um, I actually, it actually accidentally automatically posted on my telegram and I had to delete it. Like I had to go in there and delete it cause I didn't know I was going to do that. Um, but it was only up for like two seconds. So I don't think many people saw it unless you were just sitting there waiting for it to show up. But um, this is the time slot. This is what I'm going to do. It. I just happened to feel decent this morning when I woke up. Uh, must have been an email. Yeah, I think it sends out. I think it does emails. Um, I think that's what I get for the other places that I subscribe to when I started here. So maybe that's it. I don't know. Um, either way, I'm dropping a link right now everywhere so we can get some more people in here. Um, maybe this is just a bad time too. Maybe everybody's in bed. I don't know. Everybody's busy at work. Not looking at the phones. I just saw your Twitter link. Yeah, I think it goes out automatically, too. Um, yeah, it did. It put one out automatically, and I just posted one, too. So it's coming out on Twitter automatically. Uh, it should come out on Facebook automatically, but it doesn't look like it did. Um, maybe it just does it after I post the episode. I can't remember. Um, I posted to Telegram, Twitter, Facebook. I guess that's about it. The only other thing I can do is post it to my channel right quick. I actually have the um, the after we're live that uh, it'll actually um, post to my backup YouTube account. So maybe maybe people will see it there for the replay. I have no idea. But let me finish posting all these. What time is it where everybody's at? I, must, I saw somebody immediately from the UK. I know Johnny's from Australia. Um, I didn't realize it would be this bad. <laughs> I knew it would be bad. I didn't realize it would be this bad. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was pretty rough. Five people showed up. But again, it's the first time I've ever went live in the morning. I don't think we've ever done this. Even like when I did road trips and shit, I've waited till at least 10 to go live. 8 a.m. is a pretty rough slot. 1308. That's a good time. Right, right after lunch. Went away. 
Um, you posted it. I saw your post. Laugh out loud. Give it time. Uh, no, it it posted in, it posted my name, but it's a bot that does it. Um, but yeah, it posted to. If you're talking about Telegram, if you're talking about Twitter, I posted it and a bot posted it by accident. Eight oh eight Eastern. That's it, Mister. Anyway. Oh, we'll do a show. Uh, we'll do a show just when everybody gets here. I uploaded my music to the Podbean thing, but it, it won't let me. Uh, it won't let me fade it out. I don't like that. I don't like how it just ends. That's stupid. Um, but uh, we'll do a show <laughs> with uh, with all ten of you. Um, I actually I actually found a funny news story this morning, and uh, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I'll, I'll start with that, but. Um, Sage might pop back in. He had some work stuff pop up, but we'll we'll see what happens. Anyways, Delaware State Police arrest a California man for bank robbery in Wilmington. This happened back in this happened back in December. Uh, so it was on December eleventh, I think. December tenth, December eleventh. Um, in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, this guy <laughs> this guy looks rough. He he looks like uh Oh, I, it, he he looks like the human version of a clown. Like he doesn't obviously have clown hair, but he's got like the big forehead um, and the parting hair. That's like that's uh, a receding hairline. Either way, he's probably not the smartest guy because this is the story. It says the Delaware State Police have arrested 44-year-old McRoberts um, Williams, McRoberts Williams of California for robbery. Uh, following an incident that occurred at Wells Fargo Bank Saturday morning. So the guy's from California. He's in Delaware and decides to rob a bank. From the robbing the bank, it says he the incident occurred on December 11th, 2021 at approximately 11.20 a.m. when troopers were dispatched to Wells Fargo Bank after an alarm was set off. Located at 3215 Capitol Trail in Wilmington, Delaware for a report of a bank robbery. Upon arrival, it was determined that a male suspect approached a 25-year-old female bank teller behind the counter and handed her a note stating, this is a robbery. So he could, he doesn't say anything. He just walks in, pulls out a note. It's a young girl there, a 25-year-old girl. I mean, what's she going to do? Like, So she, he hands her a note that says, this is a bank robbery. The scene is set. Uh, the the bank teller complied and gave the suspect an undisclosed amount of cash. So she, I, I found it in another story. She just decided to uh, clean the drawer what she had. She didn't go to the vault. She didn't you know she didn't go to anybody else's drawer. She cleaned her drawer. I don't know what a typical bank teller keeps in you know the drawer. It is probably quite a bit. I mean, people come in and cash checks, and like when I go in there and cash checks, unless I just catch them at a bad time, they can usually cash out my check there. I mean, it's probably a few thousand dollars. And so she cleans out her drawer, hands it to him quietly, doesn't say anything. Uh, the suspect fled the bank on foot. But here's here's the kicker. So he comes in. He doesn't have a mask on. He doesn't have, you know, he's uh, all he's got is his face mask on from, you know, the pandemic. He walks up. He hands her a note. It says, this is a robbery. Give me all the money. She cleans out the drawer, hands him all the money in a big stack. Um, and he puts it in his pocket. He goes outside. He flees on foot, still on camera. He walks around the corner to the exterior of the building. He walks around the corner. And 
Once outside, he made a deposit in the ATM outside. So he is a Wells Fargo bank member. And once he went outside, he used his ATM card, stuck it in, put in his pen, clicked, I want to make a deposit, and stuck the deposit or stuck the money in for a deposit to make a deposit into his own bank account. Um, they have... <laughs> Sorry, we're not on video, but they literally have like a GIF they made. It's not a video file. It is a GIF they made of him like walking out the front door around the corner and to the ATM. And it just keeps going back and forth and replaying. <laughs> um, so he made a deposit into his own, his own account. Um, and then and then continued to flee. The suspect oh the suspect then continued to flee the scene behind the Price's Corner Shopping Center, where he was located by responding state troopers and taken into custody without incident. <laughs> so apparently, by the time the cops got there, by the time the cops got there, they they just said they already had security footage keyed up and they're like oh it's it's this guy it's it's mcroberts williams um he just made a deposit it's pretty easy to identify him and then they just watched the footage and he fled behind a shopping center i don't know if the guy was like i don't know is he mentally impaired like who would who would do this who would make a deposit after robbing the bank at the same bank it's different if you drive across town even if you use the same bank. If there's two Wells Fargo's in town and you drive to a different bank, that's still different than just going outside and making a deposit. Um, Williams was transported to Troop 2, where he was charged with robbery, second degree, a felony. Williams was arraigned in the, in the Justice of the Peace Court, number 11, and committed to Howard R. Young Correctional Institution on a $6,000 cash bond. Uh, and then it says, if you or someone you know is a victim of a or witness of a crime, have lost a loved one to sudden death or in need of assistance, Delaware State Police Victim Services, blah, blah, blah. So this guy robbed a bank and then made an ATM deposit at the same bank. Um, I have I don't I don't know what would compel anybody to do that. A grown ass human to do that. But it it did remind me of a story uh, that I'm going to tell you. So I live in a small town. And these are the stories we never get to on the stream because they're too long. So I live in a small town. And the small town is it's basically like small town politics, right? So there's corruption. There's, you know, the good old buddy system where like somebody's cousin gets all the contracts and somebody's nephew gets this and somebody's something gets that. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty fucked up. The smaller the town, the worse it gets a lot of times. So we had this sheriff. And this sheriff, my, I call her my mamma, but my grandma, uh, my granny, she, she knew this sheriff as a kid. And, and as a kid, he had gotten in some trouble. He actually, um, he was actually in a car wreck and, uh, a female passenger, uh, ended up dying in the car wreck. Um, it was, uh, he had been drinking and wrecked into a creek. And while, while neighbors and people showed up, to to help with this car wreck scene before the police got there because it was in like a residential area he actually fled and because he was drunk his brother came back his is we got a brother that's two years older than him his brother came back and took 
the accident because his brother was sober. So his, his brother took the charges for, you know, the wreck. Like he took blame for the wreck and his brother was sober. So like it, he already had kind of a bad reputation. Um, but people forget. And uh, I go to church with this guy. Oh, he's a good guy. We forgive. Everybody forgives everything. So, and again, this was like when he was, I think he was 17 at the time. His brother was 19. Either way, years later, he becomes our sheriff. And everybody kind of knows, like, uh, like he's, I don't know, like, there's, there's two different crowds. There's, like, the underbelly of the city that, like, they're not afraid to admit, you know, we drink and I've done drugs before and blah, blah, blah. They kind of know, like, he's not the greatest guy, right? There's another portion of the city that, like, goes to church every Sunday and they're like, oh, we're all saved and we don't mess with that. We don't like alcohol, which they do. They all, you see them at the liquor store all the time, but they make all these excuses and they think that, you know, God literally assigned this sheriff to us. So he gets elected. He's not, uh, he's not great. Um, he does what he does. He, he ends up getting in some, uh, there's not a whole lot of trouble until, <laughs> It's not like he gets investigated. It's not like there's a whole lot of claims until towards the end of his uh, reign as sheriff. There's there's a few reports like there was a guy that went on Reddit and kind of like blew it up and it like went semi-viral about his car being seized um, for some uh, for some drugs he had in the car. His car he's from out of town. His car got seized in my little town. Um, and that he had so many days to um, pay off a fine and get his car back. Ended up, he auctioned, the sheriff had it auctioned off, and his mom happened to buy it for like one-tenth of the value as a BMW. Like one-tenth of the value, his mom ended up with it, which is very strange. Um, there was an issue where he had a piece of land, like undeveloped land, where he wanted to, uh, he wanted to build a home at. And he was using prisoners to clear the land. Now, the sheriff has prisoners, and you see them on work details all the time. Like, they pick up litter. Uh, they mow and weed eat. Like, they do different things. But you can't use that on your personal property. That's for, like, city property, county property. Like, like stuff that the taxpayers own. You can't, you can't use it to, for your land, to, like, clear your land. But he had prisoners working there. There's a few small things that popped up. Well... Uh, towards the end of him being our sheriff, he he. This is a very strange story. So, the jail and sheriff's department are the same place. Uh, they're not anymore, but they used to be. And it's an older building. Like our courthouse is really old. I think there's a sign out in front of it. It's like a hundred and some years old. Like where the courthouse is, it's like a really old building. And of course, the jail has been retrofitted into that building and expanded and blah blah blah. But it's like to the side of the courthouse. It is uh, at this courthouse. There was um, wear and tear. You know, it was getting older. It needed maintenance. It needed upkeep. There was a leak in the roof. So they hired a contractor to fix the leak in the roof. So midway through this job, now the roof is a tar roof. So it's actually a lot of work. So if you don't know about tar roofs, you you know, a lot of times they'll heat up the old tar, they'll remove it, they'll get underneath there, they'll patch it, they'll come back with new tar, they'll spread the tar, then they'll settle the tar, then they usually put some type of texture on it so it's just not straight tar so you can walk on it. But there's actually a lot of stuff that goes into a tar roof. It's not just like patch this hole and they were redoing the entire roof. So again, this isn't the sheriff's responsibility because it's the entire courthouse. 
Like, it's not just the sheriff's department. It's the entire courthouse to do it. So a news story comes out, and everybody kind of already knows this. Again, because it's a small town, the, the gossip travels at like 10 times the speed of sound. So everybody already knew this, but the news story comes out that says the sheriff of our town went up on top of the roof to check the progress of a roof repair. Okay, so he went up on top of the roof to check the progress of a roof repair on a Sunday at like four in the afternoon. The sheriff doesn't work on Sunday here, by the way. He came in on his off day. He climbed a ladder that the contractors left there. Oh, the contractors left the ladder laying down. He put it up, climbed a ladder on his own. Went up to the roof to check the progress of a roof repair that literally had nothing to do with him. Like, if anybody was going to check it, it would probably be like the city inspector or someone that's in charge of the whole complex, um, the you know, the courthouse and jail, something. But he went there on his own accord, on his day off. He stood up a ladder. He climbed up on the roof to check the progress of a roof repair. Then it said he fell from the roof while checking the repair. And when he when he fell from the roof, that he had injured himself badly because it's it's basically like um, it's probably more than three stories. Like it's a it's a it's a hell of a fall. Like it's no joke. It's not like you fall from you know like one story or, or you know fall from like the roof of a house. Like this is probably more than three stories where he was at. Um, especially because there's like a there's like a hill there, and he was on the he was on the side the lower side of the hill. It had some exposed basement. It's probably like three and a half stories. So he fell, the jailers find him, like some people that are working at the, the the courthouse see him. He basically falls into like a little area, like the prison yard at this jail is very small. Like it's, I don't know, like the size of two pickup trucks parked end to end. Like it's not very big. He fell in that prison yard area. Some jailers found him, um, got him, got him, you know, to the hospital. He goes to the hospital here locally. Um, and has like a couple surgeries. He messed up some vertebrae, like some stuff happened. Uh, but he's having trouble like with his, uh, with his like motor skills and his mobility and stuff. Now, again, because he was at work, this is all on the city's dime. The city's paying for every bit of this. So he has some mobility issues. Um, he has some issues with his hands and walking around. And of course he like fucking broke his back or some shit. So, they decide to send him to, I think it's called the Shepherd Center. The Shepherd Center. I can't remember. I think it's called the Shepherd Center. Anyways, it's in Atlanta. And it is like a high-end rehabilitation center um, for like injuries like that, neck, spinal cord injuries. It's like, it's like supposed to be like one of the best places. So everybody's operating under the impression of in the line of service to the county, because that's his job, in the line of service, that he got injured and that since he was injured, you know, this, the city should pay for it. He was, he was at work, even though he wasn't supposed to be, but he was trying to do a good job for the prison or for the jail. And he got injured while he's away at the shepherd center, because he's down there for like six, eight months. While he's away at the shepherd center, some stuff starts to happen at the jail. So, I don't know if this was because it was reported or just because something happened or, or what, 
But like um, some internal investigations start to happen at the jail. One of the investigations is started because I know how this one started. There, there starts to be talks that, you know, he's so badly injured that he's never going to be sheriff again. Um, and there was a couple of investigations about overtime. There was a couple of investigations about, um, I don't know how do I put this delicately, about crazy campground swinger parties involving multiple police officers. Um, this actually runs into a story that I've already told you. Um, I told you guys a story. If you watch my YouTube, I've told you guys a story about a female officer that was inserted into our high school to pretend as if she was a high school student. Um, she, she ended up getting a boyfriend, and as far as I know, they were, like, active. She ends up getting a boyfriend in high school. This boyfriend, his dad sells pot. She ends up busting the mom and dad on drug charges. She's a 25-year-old woman inserted into our high school dating a 17-year-old boy. No one says shit about that. But this was after Hurricane Katrina. So the the crazy campground swinger parties involve her. She's the female officer there. I guess she's the pivot man and a few other officers. But there's like these grumblings. There are these rumors of investigation starting. Um, everybody's seeing the district attorney around town, When which we're like one of the smallest towns in the district. The district attorney's rarely around here. Um, everybody's seeing the district attorney. So one day a guy walks into the sheriff's department and he's got two pistols um, in cases, like not in the manufacturer's case, but like in, in a generic case. He's got two pistols. He opens up the case and he walks into the dispatcher's desk, which is the first place you come in when you go to the sheriff's department. On your right is the dispatcher's. On your left is reception. And they're like, hey, sir, how can I help you? And he said, oh, I just wanted to return these pistols. And they're like, what do you mean return these pistols? Are they like a cop's gun or, you know, what, what are you talking about return these pistols? And he's like, oh, my wife heard that, you know, the sheriff wasn't going to be our sheriff anymore because there was, you know, an investigation or whatever that was going to replace him. And the sheriff gave me these pistols. And I thought that since he's not going to be sheriff anymore, I should probably return them. I don't want to get in any trouble. And they're like, what do you mean the sheriff gave you pistols? And he's like, yeah, he, you know, he gave me these pistols as a gift. Um, I helped his campaign and I made some contributions. And when he won sheriff, when he won re-election, he gave me these pistols. And they're like, okay, let's see the pistols. Turns out these pistols had actually been confiscated by people arrested in this county. So our sheriff was going through the evidence locker and was giving out gifts for campaign donations like a good sheriff does. Turns out there were other people who had firearms gifted to them. Um, I wasn't on the receiving end of that. I did have a firearm confiscated once, so I had to go be part of this and fill out a report. So this stirs up a bunch of investigations. And again, these investigations find, uh, one of the investigations find that, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but there's there is a, the park rangers at a federal park here in the U.S., you have state parks, you have federal parks. The park rangers at a federal park are actually federal law enforcement. They are legit law enforcement, okay? 
Now, typically, through all the federal parks I've ever been to, they, they, these, they're not like dickheads, okay? They're, they're usually really, if, as far as federal, as far as law enforcement at all, especially federal law enforcement, they're usually really nice. The park rangers are usually like retired guys. They're guys who like camping. They're guys who like the outdoors. They'll do anything to help you. Um, they're not there to like write citations. Instead, they're more like they're there for um, just to give you a friendly reminder. And as long as you listen to them, they'll leave you the hell alone, right? They're they're not they're not really like pushing the limits. They're not they're not over the top. Well. We have a local federal park here that has a campground. And it turns out that through the series of this investigation, while the DA is conducting his investigation on the sheriff, he hears rumors that there was an issue at our federal park here. So he goes and asks the federal officer, who has to tell the truth now, He's a federal officer sworn to duty and protect and all that shit. He goes and asks the federal federal officer that works at our park. There's just one of them. He basically lives there. Like he he lives there and works, you know, 24 hours a day helping people. He goes and a, he goes and asks this federal officer, "I heard there was an incident here. Could you tell me what it was?" And he says, "Oh yeah. It wasn't a big deal at first, but I had just asked these people to calm down." And he said, Oh, you, you asked me, and he's like, yeah, that's when I realized it was a sheriff and two deputies, and then later on, some more people showed up. So, <laughs> the story is that the sheriff and a deputy and a female deputy were up at this federal park where alcohol is not allowed. Our federal park, I don't know if they're all like this, but ours doesn't allow any consumption of alcohol. Like, it's one thing to be doing it in your camper, in a campground. They can't really, you know, they're not going to bust in with a search warrant. It's another thing to be, you know, belligerently drunk outside of the camper, stumbling around and screaming. So they had a couple of noise complaints. This federal officer went to tell them to keep it down. And it ends up being the sheriff and a male deputy and a female deputy. Um, some more people show up. Some of them apparently inmates. And the noise level never goes down. The noise level keeps getting higher and higher. To the point to where they piss off the federal officer who runs the park. They piss him off to the point to where he literally puts people in handcuffs. Like he had to handcuff our sheriff and a couple deputies. Uh, turns out it was some type of weird swinger party where they go up there and they stay for you know, the week or the weekends, whatever. Um, their wives don't know. Their family don't know. Their church members don't know. Uh, but just because they were dickheads and drunk and wouldn't, and wouldn't just follow what they were supposed to do, uh, wouldn't follow the request of the officers. They get they get arrested there. Um, they don't they don't actually get arrested. They don't ever get processed. They get put in handcuffs, and he ends up calling the jail. And the jail calls these people's wives and husbands, tells them to come get them. And two of the people there at the party were actually inmates. Inmates that were supposed to be in prison, that were up there partying with the sheriff and his deputies. So that comes out. So now we have the stolen guns. Now we have 
alcohol consumption on federal property, uh, partying, partying with inmates, deputies, swingers, like weird shit. Okay. And everybody, again, I live in a small town. So all this shit is just like coming out. Like, it's not like no one's saying anything and it's a, it's a close, you know, uh, they're holding it close to their chest and having an investigation. This is like all, all public knowledge. Then some information comes out about what I told you about, about him using the uh, prisoners to clear his own land. Um, and everybody just thought that these prisoners were like mowing and weed eating around his house. It's not technically legal, but not a big deal. Well, the DA goes to investigate it, and it ends up being like it ends up being like over over eight years. As long as he was sheriff, he's had the prisoners there. Not only was he having them weed eat and mow and clear some land, he was having them log. (laughs) He was giving them access to heavy machinery, um, having them log wood off of his uh, off of his property. Um, and selling it to a sawmill here locally and making a profit on that. But he had actually also arrested. Now, I want to be clear here. I don't think he arrested tradespeople without them doing a crime just so he could get them to do something for him. I think instead he went to the jail and said, who, who can lay block? Who's a mason? Who can do this? Who can do that? And when people volunteered, he used them. So not only was he getting them to clear his land, he was actually finding like masons and carpenters and roofers. He was having them build his house. (laughs) So he was giving away guns. He had these secret illegal swinger parties and he was having the inmates clear his land, run a business for him, logging his land and build him a house behind the scenes inmates like people that were there deserve for a crime and these inmates were because they were doing it for free of course you can't pay an inmate second of all they were doing it for favors that they shouldn't have been doing okay uh favors in jail whether they're getting time off their sentence whether they're you know whether they're getting to see their old lady and they're not supposed to whether they're getting you know a better meal whatever they were doing it for favors all this is all this is still coming out so that's when the DA decides to charge him on all these other charges. Now again, it's a really it's like walking a tightrope cuz the guy his story is he was trying to help out the city by checking on the roof and making sure they was doing a good job and he's now fallen. He can't walk, okay? He's having real bad trouble with his motor skills, his hands aren't working, he can't walk, he can't move. He's in rehab. So it's a fine line of, man, we're going to bring charges on a guy in rehab that all this happened because he was, you know, he was in service to our city, to our county. Man, that that sounds horrible. Like, you know, talk about kicking a guy while he's down. But because the, because the allegations are so significant, um, the DA announces we're going to open an investigation. We, we got to. There, there's just so much stuff. Like, he's making money off prisoners. He's having a house built for free. He's having them clear his land. He's trading, you know, firearms for campaign donations. He's, he's having these weird swinger parties up in the woods. There's so much stuff going on. We got to do something. So, D. 
during the investigation, during the investigation, it actually comes out that a woman, um, I obviously I'm not going to say her name, but a woman here locally, she doesn't actually live in our county, but she lives right on like the edge of our county, happened to be at the lake. And through her adventures at the lake, she contacts the DA. And she says, hey, are you doing an investigation on so-and-so? And the DA says, yeah, I'm doing an investigation on so-and-so. And she's like, well, I need to, I need to speak with you. I need to speak with you immediately. I've, I've felt bad about this. I don't know what to, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to turn to. I feel really bad about this, but I need to speak with you. Um, I need to get this off my chest. So the DA is like, oh, of course. Has her in, interviews her. So she sits down with the DA and she tells him, and she says, you know, the sheriff. And he says, yeah, we got an investigation open. The sheriff said, what this is about. And she says, yeah. And she says, well, you know how the sheriff fell from the roof of the jail. And he's like, oh, yeah, it was horrible. Like he fell from the roof of the jail. You know, I feel really bad about even bringing charges against him just because, you know, he's in rehab. Like he can't walk. He's, he's relearning how to walk. He's relearning how to do this. It's, you know, it's not great. She said, yeah. He says, yeah, but what's this about? She says, well, he didn't actually fall from the roof of the jail. And she says, he says, what do you mean? And he, she pulls out a camera and she has a camcorder that she had been using the day that she went to the lake, the same Sunday that the sheriff supposedly fell from the roof of the jail. And on this camcorder, it's her and her husband, and I think her daughter was with him. And they're out on the lake, and they're playing and hanging out and having a good time. They're tubing and blah, blah, blah on a pontoon boat. But at a certain point in the video, you can see there are people on jet skis that are acting a fool. Like, they are acting too dangerous on jet skis. And if you watch the video long enough, you can actually see the reason they're acting crazy, the reason they're not really complying or paying attention and acting probably more dangerous than most people would on a jet ski. Uh, they're, they're going right at boats and, like, turning at the last minute. Uh, it looks like they're going to be in several crashes. The reason that they're acting like this is because they're shit-faced drunk. Like, they are shit-faced drunk. Um, turns, <laughs> turns out, upon closer examination, that one of the people on the jet ski is the sheriff. Now, this is the Sunday that that afternoon he supposedly was checking the jail uh, and fell from the roof. Checking the roof of the jail, fell from the roof, injured himself. The further they review the footage, not only is it the sheriff, it's also the, so the sheriff's on one jet ski with a female, turns out not his wife. It was actually the female officer, um, that works that the 25 year old female officer that was inserted into my high school and another guy on a, another guy on a jet ski, which is <laughs> another deputy. Um, the same deputy and same female and same sheriff that were all at the swinger party at the campground that had to be cuffed and their wives had to be called to come pick them up, their wives and husbands. 
all these people are married. They just they just like to get together and have a little swinger party uh, without their significant other. Those are the people on the jet ski. Now she recorded through her camcorder, like it's, it's broken up. So she she'll like record for a minute, and it'll be like her daughter doing something, or her husband saying something funny, and they'll be driving, then it'll cut off, then it'll come back on, then it'll cut off, then it'll come back on. So the last part of the clip from the lake, she like it's it's a video that she opens up, and it's like, oh my god, what are they doing? And it and it flips, and we're looking, and it's them. It's it's on a jet ski. Um, now the female is no longer with the sheriff. She's actually on the other jet ski um, on the back of it. There's just two jet skis, and the female keeps switching who she's riding with. And the sheriff is going what appears to be the sheriff is going at a high rate of speed um, in a no-wake zone near some docks. And at the last minute, that he almost hits a boat. He turns hard, and he is thrown from the jet ski. And he kind of skips across the water like a like a flat stone and hits the dock. And people are like freaking out like his body hits a dock. People are freaking out and screaming. Uh, she like screams for a minute. She's like, get over there. We got to help. Blah, blah, blah. She even turns off the camera. Um, so I guess what is <laughs> what is surmised from the story is that the sheriff ends up being injured at the lake and his friends and his, his you know his deputy and his swinger buddies and the people that he's partnering with probably some inmates who knows they pick him up and load him into the back of a pickup truck flat because he's like fucked up in pain they take him to the jail change his clothes and lay him on the ground at the base of the wall of the jail they stand up a ladder and then they have one of the jailers call in and say that, oh, he was just up there checking the work on the roof and I guess he fell. Uh, I have I have no idea what's going on. So the whole thing's a fucking bullshit lie. The whole story about him, him even being injured is a lie. Like this is the most corrupt sheriff like I've ever heard of, I mean, modern times, especially, I know it used to be pretty bad. There's even movies about some of these sheriffs, like burying people across this, the county line and shit. But at least modern times, this whole, the whole story is, is a lie. So that fuels further investigations and further investigations bring up, uh, missing evidence from the lockers, not just like guns and stuff, but like um, drugs, drug paraphernalia. Um, there's there's missing weird shit. There's there's lots of weird unaccounted dates where like the sheriff and his friend, uh, the deputy and the female deputy, like go out on business trips and they charge it to the county when they're staying in a hotel, like a like a town over. Um, Again, missing guns and missing drugs, uh, misappropriated funds uh, for hotel rooms and stays. And everybody's like, why are you going to Nashville like every other weekend? Why are you taking this deputy and this other female deputy that you guys like to tag team, I guess? Um, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Like a, a lot of stuff comes out. So at the time, this is my local sheriff. So I'm like, 
you know, fuck this guy, right? Like, what is what is this guy doing? Like, he's he's not a fucking gangster. He he doesn't run this town with an iron fist. Like, I'd always heard rumblings, but I I never knew it was this bad. So I'm like, fuck this guy. I'm even making social media posts. Like, fuck this guy. You guys know what? You see what's going on? You see what this investigation has brought out? Yeah, I know you hear the same things I hear. But, of course, here in the Bible Belt, we have people defending him, saying, oh, don't pay any attention to this. This is just the devil trying to get you down. Um, I pray that God lifts you up and you be found innocent. The devil's always coming after a good, good, hardworking, godly man. Uh, the, the whole thing, the, the group that supports him, that goes to church with him, that does this, does that. They just keep saying it's the devil. The devil's the devil's making these claims. The devil's trying to bring you down. The devil did the de like like I don't know if you guys remember, but um, Doug Kuzma, uh, rest his soul now. But before he would blame stuff he did on demons. It's the demons inside of me. It's the demons that did it, and I you know I can't be held accountable for that. That's kind of the way they did this. Um, and I'm like, no, fuck you. He's a guy I've met him. Like it was it wasn't the devil. It was this guy who's kind of a dickhead. He's always been a dickhead to me, and now he's getting what's coming to him. So they find all this out. They end up, the DA takes the case and decides to charge him. Um, it ends up in court, you know, in front of a jury. First of all, let me tell you how back, backwards, backwards this shit is. They, <laughs> they issue a warrant for the sheriff's arrest. Okay, it's a bench warrant. The judge issues a warrant and says, yeah, I've seen the evidence. There is enough evidence to constitute an arrest. We need to arrest him. Now, let me tell you how my arrest warrant went. There was an arrest warrant. There was a fucking officer jonesing for this arrest warrant, standing in front of a judge, saying, here it is. We need to arrest this guy. As soon as that warrant was handed out, this motherfucker loaded for bear, Hops in his car like he loves his job, comes and beats on my door, threatens to knock it down, saying that I'm going to be arrested. Boom, 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 boom. Sheriff's Department, open up. We got a warrant. What? Huh? Open up. We're taking down the door. We will break down the door. That's how my arrest warrant got served, okay? The sheriff's arrest warrant. It's not like they don't know his address. It's not like they don't know where he lives. The sheriff's arrest warrant was, well, let's give him two weeks to finish handling his affairs and turn himself in, and then we'll proceed with the, <laughs> with the trial. Are you fucking shitting me? I might have been in the middle of something. I, hell, I might have been. I might have been getting laid. I might have been building a card house. I might have had some affairs that I needed to settle. What the fuck you talking about? He gets he gets two weeks to settle his affairs before he goes to jail. But y'all y'all over here in ten minutes after I get an arrest warrant, threatening to kick down my door. What are y'all talking about? I got some affairs. I'll show you some affairs. Shit. <laughs> he sent a whole team of people to arrest me. They give him two weeks. To turn himself in. Anyways. He ends up turning himself in. And he pleads. Of course. Not guilty. 
Now, I was proud of the DA. I thought the DA was like, I ain't taking any of this sense. That's the reason he brought the charges. He's not taking any of this bullshit. He's going he's gonna to take it to the mat. He's going to finish this, right? Well, he tried. I honestly think he tried. So jury selection happened. Um, as bad as I thought it was, they actually decided to have this case here locally rather than transferring it out because conflict of interest. He is the local sheriff. They actually had the case here in the county that he was sheriff for, and they picked the jurors from this county. I thought that was a bad idea. Whatever. During the case, the lawyer that represented this sheriff got the video evidence of him at the lake pre-trial the video evidence of him at the lake riding a jet ski drunk on the day of the incident that supposedly happened at the jail he got all of that evidence of testimony thrown out the reason being was the woman who had bought this who had bought this camera had owned it for like a year and a half the camcorder and I don't know if she had never said it or if she hadn't said it since she changed the batteries or it, every time it goes dead, you have to reset it like a microwave. I don't know. But the date and time were not set accurately. In fact, when she was recording with it, it said January 1st of 2000 and I think it said 2008 because that was the year the camera was made in. And it said it was midnight when she first turned it on. It was zero hundred hours. So that would be, you know, midnight. So the juror or the lawyer brought in from the judge and said, look, clearly it wasn't January 1st. No one's on the lake on January 1st. Actually, the lake is partially drained on January 1st. Clearly, it's not midnight. You can tell it's daylight. I don't know what's, on, what's going on with this evidence, but it's been manufactured or doctored and this timestamps aren't correct. So that was all thrown out. They couldn't even use that. Uh, but we still had, you know, remember, we still had a swinger party. We still had the, you know, a federal agent to testify. We still had, I think it ended up being nine or 10 guns through like six different people that had been returned because he had given them to him on evidence. We still had evidence missing, the, the, you know, um, weird expenditures where he's going on these swinger parties out of town to Nashville and, and you know, Atlanta and shit. So had a lot of evidence. By the way, at this time, he had already stepped down from sheriff. He was he was in the hospital for like two years, and they waited to go to court until after he had been home for like six months and was fine again. So he's moving around, walking around fine, like six months. That's when they issued the arrest warrant. So it wasn't like they drug him up in a wheelchair or nothing. Like They waited for him to get better. They waited for him to heal. He, he resigned from being the sheriff because he was like out of commission for like two years, and this is like six months after he was better. For for lack of a better term, he was better. So, we still have all this evidence, though, right? We still have all this going on. In fact, not only had it gotten bad with his absence there, or not only had it, was it bad with him present there, it had gotten worse since he was in rehab. The, the deputy that always hung around with him, the deputy that always hung around with him, that was part of the swinger party and everything else, his you know his best friend, had actually filed a false claim and was had been charged for it since he had been since he had been in rehab. The deputy 
um, called in one night and said that he got sideswiped on a hit and run. It was a pickup truck that ran him off into the ditch. Um, dad done damage to the car, uh, messed it up pretty good. And he was in the ditch and he needed deputies, blah, blah, blah. And this was big news. Like he almost made it sound like they were, somebody was targeting him because he was a cop and tried to run him off the road and hurt him. So this report went out everywhere. State troopers come in and went to looking for it. Turns out that someone had recorded him on their cell phone, drunk, in a parking lot, cutting donuts, and had ran into a dumpster behind a business there. A dumpster. So that deputy had already been taken down. Um, he had he ended up losing his uh, losing some like part of his commissioning. He had to leave this state, had to go to a different state to work, and blah blah blah. He'd filed a false report. Bullshit, right? So that deputy had already been taken down. That looks bad on the sheriff. Um, some other members of the sheriff's department had already been taken down, like some clerk style members who had filed false reports, who had, you know, made money disappear, who had not turned in all of the paperwork for like money and expenditures and blah, blah, blah. So other people had already went down. This, this makes him look bad because he's the leader of the sheriff or the leader of the sheriff's department. He's a sheriff. So everybody thought, or at least I did, thought this court case was going to go good. Uh, so they threw out the evidence for the video camera, but we still have everything else. They go through the court. Court takes like a few weeks to get through everything. It's presented. Uh, man, he looks guilty of sin, right? Well, in the U.S., to get a guilty verdict, you have to have some type of unanimous consent. There was one guy, one guy on the jury that refused, no matter what, to say guilty. He was actually a member of the sheriff's church. He was a, uh, he was a citizen here. He was friends with the sheriff. He was actually married to, like, you can't, can't make this up. He was actually married to the sheriff's former wife's, the sheriff's former wife's sister daughter. So it'd be the sheriff's former niece. No longer because they're divorced, but would have been the sheriff's former niece by marriage. Uh, of course, he refused. He refused to plea uh, or to to say guilty. Um, so it, it ended up being, you know, the beat around until they couldn't convict him. Um, and they talked about they talked about raising this up to the next court and going and trying trying on different you can't you know you can't retry so instead they would uh, they would try different charges because there was enough charges going around nothing ever came of it they just kind of let him go um, I still I still saw him in the headlines every once in a while and I was like I can't believe we missed this you know we should have got this done people on the internet are like finally God wins. The devil can't keep us down. Like, God God wins all, which is crazy. Like, the devil didn't make this guy go out and be, a, you know, these swinger parties or, or give out guns for free or, or you know, sell cars that weren't his to sell or, or steal evidence. Blah, blah. The, whole th the whole premise is crazy. Uh, this is God and the devil. This guy is just evil himself. Um. So anyways, I was pretty upset about it, but social media, you couldn't even say anything on social media. It was crazy at the time. Like, uh, 
the church goers were, you know, thumping people with their Bible and blah, blah, blah. But not only are the people where I live stupid enough, dumb enough to let this happen without convicting him and go on. Not only are they dumb enough to let him lie and cheat and steal. Not only are they dumb enough to look the other way while we're literally paying for him to be in rehab for a year and a half with our taxes when he got injured on the fucking lake. Not at being an idiot drunk on a jet ski, his own fault. Not only will they look the other way when he's stealing evidence, when he's having these weird swinger parties. Not a whole lot of Christians I know go to these weird swinger parties they don't tell their wife about, whether you know they're 50 years old and they're fucking a 25-year-old female deputy uh, who poses as an underage student at the local high school. That seems weird to you know a lot of Christians, but not only will they look the other way for these things and that, they are so dumb that they literally... He disappeared for two and a half years. After his trial, he went off radar for two and a half years. Every once in a while, I would see him post something about his daughter. I would see him post something about, you know, his house or something. Like, very very few things. Never political, never sheriff, never this, never that. Not only are they dumb enough to, to fucking... <laughs> Forget about all the stuff he did and give him a pass and then say, praise God, the God wins. I'm so glad you come out of this smelling like roses. Not only are they that dumb, but he goes away for two and a half years and the son of a bitch comes back and runs for a different political office. A different political office. Not only is it higher than sheriff, it actually represents a whole district, multiple counties, a whole district, and they elect him to that office again. I don't, I don't know how else to put it, guys. They elect him again to a new public office where he work, where, where he represents multiple districts, multiple districts. After all the allegations, and he just barely, through the skin of his teeth, escaped going to jail for fucking ever. He's now in a different political position. Where he's making decisions, where he's spending our money, where he's he's representing us. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. His deputy friend went down again. He ended up losing like his commissioning and blah blah blah, um, and ended up having to transfer states and and all this and and leave and whatever. His his little female twenty five year old female officer ended up knocked up and she had no idea who the dad was. So she just left the force. She's still, you know, whoring around these towns today, by the way, all of this story is made up and all the, all the, uh, relationships to anybody here publicly known is fictional. Um, any type of inferences you can derive from, from this story are clearly your imagination. I don't want to get like gang stalked by the local sheriff's department or nothing, but she ended up, she ended up, having to begin pregnant from somebody who even knows that happens. He ended up retiring. The entire police force had to be gone through. And basically when our, when the new sheriff came in, 
The issue was he still had people who were loyal to the old sheriff who who resigned, who wasn't even sheriff anymore. So they ended up having to clean house there, get rid of all that. And now this guy is literally sitting in another political position. And his brother, who still claims that he's innocent, that this is all a setup, blah, blah, blah. His brother actually sits on the board of mayor and alderman and harasses the new sheriff. <laughs> harasses the new sheriff when he comes in and he needs money for overtime or he needs money for um, you know, health insurance for employees or he needs money to repair. So he harasses the new sheriff. And he likes to say stuff like, well, my brother didn't didn't need this much money for insurance when he was sheriff. You know, you guys ran him off. Maybe we need him back. Literally says shit like that in meetings. I have an audio file, which we'll go over one day. It's actually one of my most popular videos that I ever did on the old channel. It was called, before I lost it, it was called My Mayor is Better Than Yours. The audio file doesn't lie. Where a local mayor, and so... Where I live is, is one county. It's got two towns in it. They're both tiny-ass little towns, but because they, they wanted their own separate tax dollars, they both became towns instead of just having one town um, because that's the way it was for years. But once they saw that tax money rolling in, they decided to make another little town that has nothing in it. It's even smaller than the town that I was from. Anyways, the mayor gets in a fight with people in the crowd. He calls one lady a fat ass and tells her to shut her fucking mouth and sit down. He calls another gentleman a hooligan and says that he wouldn't be caught dead with the likes of a hooligan like you. How about you write me in an apology letter and forces him to leave? Uh, he, gets in a, he gets in a cussing match and then makes sexual advances uh, sexual advances in, in the form of uh, verbal advances, um, sexual harassment verbally towards another member of the board of mayor and alderman while she's sitting there. He says something about, uh, he says something about if, if you weren't so, if you weren't so pretty, um, we wouldn't keep you around. I feel like I need to, I feel like I feel like I need to give you a smack on the butt and let you go on about your day or some stupid shit. This is an alderman of the town, and he's the mayor, and this is a meeting that's being recorded. The whole thing's corrupt here around here, but it's it's pretty funny to talk about sometimes. Um, I've never been called a hooligan in my entire life, but uh, I think I think it. <laughs> I've got some stories. I just so the the morning for the reason pod the reason for the morning podcast is to most people are going into work. Most people it's you know it's early in the morning and it's you know kind of uplift. I'm not going to talk about negative things. I'm going to talk about stuff you know it's kind of funny, kind of odd, kind of weird. So I've got some stories like that, and I've got some stories we could go over. My town's corrupt, funny, small town living. Uh, my dad's a pretty funny guy. Um, I got some stories you know growing up where. You know, we almost got killed or we did this or he threw a poodle at my sister one time and its eye fell out. Um, I've got lots of stories that we could, we could go over, um, news and stuff. We'll, we'll pick stuff. We'll pick stuff that's like uplifting. I don't, I don't want to load you full of we're fixing to go to war and everybody's going to die and the, you know, the economy's faltering and this about right on your way to work. Come on now. We can do, we can do more fun stuff. We can do more interesting stuff. We can have a good laugh and get away from the stress and the grifters and everything that's going on. I've got plenty of stories. 
Uh, plenty of stuff is going on. I've got plenty of good news we can read, like funny stuff, just stuff we can have a laugh, laugh at. Uh, I think it'll be, uh, I think it, uh, I think it'll be fun to have the channel before work. Or I know pe other people are, you know, on the other side of the world. Johnny, I think, is literally so he's like eleven or twelve hours difference. So obviously he's not going into work, but. There is a there is a time that we can go over this. There's a time we can share, uh, have a laugh, and and enjoy the rest of your day. I think it's I think it'll be a, a kind of uplifting, uh, kind of get you motiv. Well, not really motivation, but at least at least let you laugh about your day. I've got some good stories. We'll share those. Uh, we'll share some new stories. I really like the idea of these these dumbass criminals. That's that always makes me laugh. Like dumb crook news, like they used to do on John Boy and Billy. Um, I'm even thinking about, and when we get when we get a you know a bigger audience build up, we can even have like some almost like uh, morning radio like game shows where you like call in and blah blah blah, do this, do that. But I just want to keep it light and funny and, and going on, and uh, I think we can accomplish that here on this channel. So I appreciate you guys that showed up. I know it's not great for notifications coming out. Um, it doesn't doesn't seem to be. Uh, send out that many notifications. I don't know if they come in email. I don't know where they come from, but uh, I'll try to post the link from now on. I was actually trying an experiment. I was trying not to post the link and see how that worked, uh, but it obviously did. And there was like five people here until I posted the link. So uh, from now on, I'll post it and we'll see what we can do. Make sure we can get everybody here. I think we can have fun. I think we can have. Uh, I think we can have a good time here and get everybody ready for work or for bed or whatever the case may be. I saw at Suko say that it's it's a bedtime story for her. So I think it'll be fun, guys. Um, I appreciate you guys coming and hanging out. This is the time slot. It's from eight to nine thirty. I'm in it a little bit early today because. I've got to take home salsa for the neighbor. Don't ask me why. That is a Mariah thing. Salsa for the neighbor. But typically, uh, we'll fill the whole slot 8 to 9.30. When we get a little bit bigger audience, we might even have quizzes and game shows. And, and I'll pull up, uh, this is ranked number one by blah, blah, blah. And you guys can guess it and call in and take your guess. We'll give away some stuff, maybe. Um, we can give away some merch. We can give away some gift certificates, whatever. Uh, whenever we whenever we start building a bigger audience, I just want to treat it like the radio shows that, that you used to listen to on the way into work, where they would have they would have funny talk, they would have guests, they would sometimes they would have giveaways and games. They'd have a good time. John Boy and Billy, if you've ever listened to it, if you're here in the states. Um, without without being John Boy or Billy, but like the kind of stuff that they do, you know what I mean? They had giveaways, they had quizzes, they had you know polls, they had guests, they had call-ins, they had everything. I think uh, I think it'll be fun. So I appreciate you guys coming out. Sorry if you didn't get a notification. Um, the replay of these can be watched here on Podbean. It can also be. It will also go to my backup channel on YouTube. I have a backup channel on YouTube that's named after the old channel, Cold Beer Confessional. So if you want to, if you want to watch, it's a video form. It'll just show like an, an audio wave and my voice. Uh, if you want to go watch that, you're more than welcome. It'll be on YouTube. I'll share it out as soon as it's posted uh, for the replay. That'll be fine. Um, other than that, I guess I guess that's it. 
Try to be here live if you want to. And if you can't, I understand a lot of people watch the replay. Um, it'll be right here. Hopefully the notifications will get a little bit better. Also, if you just want to listen to it as a podcast and you ever miss it, it's available on all over the fucking place. Hold on. Let me tell you all the places that we're posted at now. Um, it is it is posted at uh, Spotify, um, iTunes. Uh, continue with Google. Hold on just a second. Let me sign back in here. So it goes to it goes to Apple, Google Podcasts, Podbean, of course, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible. It goes to iHeartRadio. All of those places it automatically goes to, which uh, I think is pretty cool. So you guys can check it out on any of those places. Plus here, um, I don't really care. Thank you for the support. Those points add up. I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming and hanging out with us, spending some time with us. Some days Sage will be on, some days he won't. This is a really busy time of the morning for him with his job and what he does. So if he he's always got a he can always call in anytime he wants, but if he can't, he can't. No big deal. Um, and then again, as we build, we'll start taking call-ins. We'll we'll have a game. Maybe on Fridays, we'll give something away and have a game show, a question for you guys to call in and answer. Um, just stuff like that. We'll build it up and figure it out as we go. So thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the pod points, uh, whatever those are, the hearts, everything you're sending. I appreciate it. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Have a good morning. Have a good rest of the day. And I'll see you guys tonight. But I can tell you this, this about it, about this douchebag happens this, this particular show. You, you don't have the fork and balls to call out the people on this, on this planet. planet. <laughs> By name, Keep your powder dry, ML. Okay, okay, that's weird. I'll fix it before next time. I bet you, I bet you it doesn't echo if I just do it like this. Hold on. Um, I don't like that I can't fade it out anyway, so I probably will never play it like that again. I just set it up for this time. But I bet you it don't echo if I just do this. But I can tell you this about if this douchebag happens to see this particular show... You don't have the fork and balls to call out the people on this planet <laughs> by name and tell them exactly who they are and tell them the rest of the world. Who they are. You don't have the fork and balls. You don't have the balls. Okay, Scott. Here we go. I think I started some shit. By the way, one one of my favorite things about this platform, if you guys haven't noticed, there's almost zero delay. So like if we are doing a giveaway or a prize or an answer this or what do you guys think about that on YouTube? I have like a 30 second delay when I ask you guys a question on here. There's almost no delay. So it's it's actually pretty good about that. Baby, 
we go, I think I started some shit. Just them off, it's about to get lit. Get the place in the best, you know that stage is set. You better buckle up, cause you ain't seen nothing yet. Here we go, I think I started some shit. Just them off, it's about to get lit. Get the place in the best, you know that stage is set. You better buckle up. You ain't seen nothing yet I used to find clues too when I was high on shrooms I found myself a tunnel that led to Jason Q's bedroom Open his closet, I found some of his meat rockets I strapped it to my shoes and then I blew through the roof I found myself in orbit strapped to an F-16 Yes, at Suko, I, I almost always have like sinus issues or whatever And I don't have my nasal spray uh, But you guys, this has been The Hangover with Cold Beer Confessional I hope you guys have a good day. I'm going to let the music play out, and I'll see you guys at 4 p.m. on Sage's show, and then um, I have probably a Patreon show tonight. Um, we'll see. I'll let you guys know, but at 4 p.m. I'll be on Sage News. Eastern Standard Time. You don't have those guts because you're a pussy. You're a pussy wearing aviator glasses in your mother's basement. And I won't even give out your dime store handle because that's really...